0: When Emma's father and her high school friend of me start dating, she embarks on a mission to break up the happy couple. After her dad insists they spend the holidays together, Cindy Acknin: what did you think of Christmas is canceled?
1: I know you're going to your dad's for Christmas, but New Year's you're going out with me and my girl Lola. It sounds fun, but Dad and I always are. Please don't finish that. am C, Chris Rock, and Eve. Oh, God. <laughs> I spent every Christmas together since I was born. We're each other's only family now. Ice skating on the lake? It's tradition. I was just wondering what day I should come up for the holidays. Yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Did you turn my bedroom into a gym or something? Grandy, like what are you doing here? Stop. Stop raping my dad! Please. Randy and I are seeing each other. Like, seeing each other's, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Edit, edit. Was that it? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> edit, edit. <laughs> oh, so Christmas is canceled. This uh, this is a, uh, another great uh, addition to our podcast, Steve. It's another Christmas-themed romantic comedy which goes along well with the uh previous two episodes that we recorded um and I have to say I watched this after Christmas so I wonder if I would have had a different feeling if I had watched this leading up to Christmas which I love er, to celebrate every year uh, but I have to say I um I laughed for the first half of the movie and then after that first half it just kind of tapered off and I started getting a little bit bored and I started getting a little bit um, frustrated and a little bit annoyed. <laughs> um, so I, I'll, and I can go into more of those details, of yeah, course, please. as we go through our episode, but I mean, it was one of those things, like I'll, I'll start with what I liked first, I guess. So what I really liked or thought was fun was, you know, just, you um, Emma uh, slowly finding out that her dad is now dating one of her old friends from high school. And so I think the age gap that they mentioned was like they're 25 years apart or whatever. So I can see how that could be a very um, controversial um, um, situation. I certainly would not want to be in Emma's shoes, right? Um, But so it's a kind of a a funny premise. And I thought it was funny how Emma came home back to her dad's house or her childhood home, I should say. And Brandy was walking up to the house. Brandy is the friend that is now dating her dad, Jack. Um, and I think Brandy was there to see uh, Jack and visit him because they are boyfriend and girlfriend, but the dad had not yet told Emma the news yet. And then, uh, so Brand, uh, Brand, uh, Brand, Emma is the daughter. So she didn't find out yet what was happening. She thought Brandy was just there to say hi and was visiting um, for the, the holidays. Like, uh, like like, she had come back and flown home for the holidays, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Then the next day, um, Emma, who also works at the same company as her dad, you know, drops by her dad's office in the morning, thinking that they can have this nice breakfast to start off the day. Um, but her dad says, I can't because I already have a breakfast meeting. And that breakfast meeting happens to be with um, Brandy, um, the friend. So then... Emma follows them to the elevator, and then finally sees them embrace and kiss. And then that's when she realizes, obviously, that hey, that they're dating, and she's completely uh, uh, shocked and disgusted and can't believe it. So I thought it was kind of funny, you know. Um, and, I, and I and I totally got that part of it. And I think um, they did a good job at, at planting the seed for her. Um, so as that becomes the pre- as that is now the premise, we know Emma. Is completely against the idea and doesn't understand how they could be dating. Um, so when they, when there is like a, an upcoming party at Jack's Country Club, Brand uh, Emma <laughs> asks the hot bartender to pretend to be her boyfriend or her date and follow along to that country club party because I think her intent was to kind of um break up her dad and and brandy and and maybe make brandy a little bit jealous because it turns out that bartender was brandy's boyfriend ex-boyfriend from high school um you know and there were a lot of like silly silly things that happened in between with a lot of funny language i think the bartender whose name is josh says something about like um okay so you just want to whore me out or something like that you know basically rent him almost as like uh, a hooker, if you will. And, you know, Emma said, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so I thought that was that was kind of funny. And Brandy herself, it was actually kind of a likable character. So I could kind of see why um, there, there shouldn't be so much of an issue, you know, with her dating her dad, because she seemed like a really nice person. She wasn't playing off this character that was necessarily like um, someone that you'd hate. You know, like she actually seemed like a very decent, nice person um and so I feel like they had the right actors and the right kind of chemistry between all of the characters with um some silly moments in between it just felt like it kind of died off a little towards the end of the movie and you know it's just one of those things where like Emma the daughter she her character naturally is supposed to be um very kind of whiny and sneaky and manipulative and you know, she's very upset that her dad is dating her friend. It just got kind of tiresome after a while, you know, like I felt like her sabotage was just kind of too redundant. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little bit too much to me. And so that's kind of, that's kind of how I would phrase uh, or kind of summarize what I thought about the movie. How about you?
0: No, I, I agree with most of the sentiment. I thought it was out of the three that we've done so far, they've all been rom-coms and we might be changing it up in the, in the future but i thought this one was i think the one-liners really got me i i was laughing a lot more with this one and i i liked your review it was spot on in terms of like what the internet thought of the movie but i th- <laughs> i didn't particularly find emma that annoying I felt her kind of mm, like but i i just thought her maybe it's because i was just like Her one liners are spot on. I really liked all the the one liners. And I think my favorite part of the movie, Cindy, you kind of alluded to this with the elevator scene, was this scene. And I just thought she played it perfectly, Haley, the actress.
1: Um, Brandy and I are seeing each other. Like seeing each other's private? Oh. Oh. just,
0: just get stop. it out. <laughs> stop! 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 Please. Okay, I have to get out of here. That was the elevator scene. I was just like, "That's hilarious." You're just like, "I have to get this out of this." But <laughs> yeah, I thought, you know. But I, I do have to nitpick. Like, I thought, the uh, what's her what's his name, Dermot. Is that
1: Dermot Mulroney? Yep. Yeah, I thought he. I didn't really like the gray
0: hair. I was like, you know, we know the age <sighs> difference, but this gray hair yeah. is completely throwing me off. Like, you look like a grandpa, bro. Like, it's this is too <laughs> much, right? And I felt like this age difference with. Uh, I think this plot, we get a lot of holes. Okay, I know it's just to get us to the yeah. actual ending and the, you know, the love stuff at the end. But I felt like they could have come up with something different. Like, I think that Brandy could have been maybe a senior. Who you know, like, and maybe Emma was a freshman and maybe that could have been a friend of me versus just like, oh, we used to be friends in seventh grade and eighth grade and we kind of broke apart afterwards. I just felt like that was a little bit too much. I didn't need that.
1: Oh, good point. I I, I guess I could have been a, li- a little bit more um, believable. I actually have to say though, I completely um, differ with, with Dermot Mulroney's uh, gray hair. I loved it, I loved oh, yeah. it oh yeah i don't know if, like some might describe it as like a silver fox thing i'm not sure if i would Wait. go as far as to say that but i've actually really liked him ever since um my best friend's wedding mm-hmm. he does have like a very classic like handsome kind of yes. um appeal so i totally didn't mind it at all especially in the bar scene when they were doing bar olympics and all of a sudden he had his shirt off too definitely didn't expect that <laughs> yeah. I thought that was uh that was a little nice surprise. Who would have known that he was in such great shape? But anyway, I thought I I yeah, I, I think I, I didn't mind him at all. And I actually kind of believed him and uh Brandy's um attraction to each other. Mm. Um I didn't find that to to be terribly bad.
0: Well, Cindy, I wanna talk about the the audience score real quick on Rotten Tomatoes, because this is streaming on Amazon Prime for those who aren't from aware of it, but do you want to guess what the audience score is? And we don't have a critic
1: score. Got it. So audience score, I think might be, uh, 70,
0: 70. This is my favorite part yeah. of our episodes, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually 60 and it's going down. I feel like I've checked this like a lot of times that we've talked about really? during this podcast. And I know the last time for sure was at 64. So I feel like but I've, I've actually felt of the three that we've done so far, it was one of the funnier ones. And I just wow. I just thought I enjoyed it a lot more than the other two, Love Hard. You know, we poked a lot more holes out of that. Love Hard and Single All The Way, right. we poked a lot more holes out of that one. But this one, I can't believe it keeps going down. And I think maybe it's just this like age difference thing that people just can't get over. But yeah. And you
1: said 60, it's
0: right? 60, yeah. oh, it's
1: 60, yeah. 60 right now
0: as of David's recording, yep. That, oh, that's too bad. I
1: actually thought it was, more enjoyable than single all the way even though i said that i didn't really like it towards the last half but it, but it was still kind of enjoyable yeah. in a sense i think maybe because there's a lot of eye candy too because oh. i did feel like they were all yeah. <laughs> like they were all very attractive people i gotta say they're all so i'm i'm, I'm a little bit surprised but maybe i'm also kind of looking at this through rose colored lenses just because like again because of the, the eye candy
0: yeah Yeah, huh?
1: <laughs> well because like, so Janelle, Janelle Parrish, who plays Brandy, I totally know her from To All the Boys I've Loved Before, mm-hmm. and that trilogy. Have you guys watched that? Yes. <laughs> I loved all, well, I shouldn't say I loved all three, but I loved the trilogy. The first yep. one was the best. But anyway, so it was great to, yeah. to right? Yeah. And um, she also was in Pretty Little Liars, which I've never watched, but I actually kind of want to watch it now. But that's like a, a a series that I think is no no longer filming, but it's about, um, it, I think it's available on maybe Netflix or something now. So I kind of now want to watch how she is in, in that in that show. But she to me is really pretty. Uh, I already talked about Dermot Mulroney, and then like Michael Nizu, who plays Josh the bartender. Never seen him before. This is the first time I've seen any uh, seen him at all. Uh, and I thought he kind of reminds me of like um uh like a taller uh keanu reeves in some way maybe it's the hair and the slight uh um accent that he has which is That's kind of, reminds me of like a yeah. yeah kind of right like kind yeah. of the surferish kind of uh ch- like drawl, if you right. will um and then even Haley too i've never seen her but it sounds like she's most known for um that tv series the Goldbergs. right um and i was just like oh i kind of thought it was like well cast so to me it kind of made it easy to watch because i just kind of wanted to see what they were going to do
0: You know Um, how that could play mm -hmm. the the dad role? Dylan McDermott.
1: Dylan McDermott. Would that be as believable?
0: I don't know. He he doesn't have the gray hair. That gray hair just threw me off a little bit. That was all. I'm
1: kind kind of (laughs) thinking. Well, because they're characters, right? The girls' characters, they're supposed to be, what, 29? Yeah. Or did I totally make that up? No, okay, I think so- you're
0: right because it was 25, and I think he's supposed to be like 52 or 53, somewhere around there, but late 20s. Okay. Okay,
1: I'm trying to think. Like, if he was, if if Dylan McDermott what played the dad, I think I would have felt like he wasn't really Haley's character's dad, if that makes yeah, sense. Like that would have they would have looked too uh, much closer in the in age that mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been believable for him to be the dad.
0: And plus, it's he, it, more of like yeah. a rugged role I th- uh, face <laughs> here in my group playing
1: casting director. <laughs> that is a great segment that we should add. Like, honestly, <laughs> when we talk about like the actors, like who could have been better, who would we who, who would have imagined. But I actually thought this one was pretty well cast in my opinion.
0: I Googled and- all like the 90s, like rom-com actors trying to come yeah. up with some more for you, some options. I couldn't find too many. It was like too old. They probably like <laughs> aged out of this. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, I know I guess we have to land in like the upper, uh, the mid to late 50s or like early 60s kind of range. And yep. I, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but yeah. I actually liked a remote though. So that's why for me, I think it was, there's no change needed.
0: Well, here's a review that, I, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. No, no. I was just going to say, like, because there were some of the scenes, right, where he would act and be very loving and nurturing to his mm-hmm. daughter, mm-hmm. Emma, played by Haley. And I, it, it took, he sounded completely natural. Like it was, um, uh, like completely believable,
0: well-acted. So I love it. Yeah. The So I'll read this review that I found on decider.com from Jade. I'll just say Jade. But Christmas is canceled, checks every box you could possibly ask for in this category. It's got awkward sex walk-ins, drunken Christmas <laughs> parties, dramatic <laughs> exits that usually involve marching into the snow, heated arguments involving throwaway jokes, disrupted mm-hmm. Christmas traditions, mm-hmm. you name it. It's all here. So she gave it a really positive review. She said, stream it. So it was either stream it or I think i oh, no, stream wow. it. <laughs> I forgot what the yeah.
1: other. Yeah. yeah. So I have to agree with some of that because if, if I, I mean, for the, our per, two previous episodes, I said the same thing about like, what makes a good Christmas wrong come from me is they have to have like a certain, a few certain, cri- meet a few certain criteria, which is, um, you know, snow, they visit a small town or they're in a small town, um, Christmas decor throughout, all that kind of stuff, which they, which, Christmas is Candle certainly has. And I also wonder if we were to have watched this first before our other movies, if I would have had a different view for some reason, you know, Mm -hmm. like, is it, you know, because watching Love Hard, that was the first um, one that I watched for the Christmas season. So I was really excited about Christmas. And so I wonder if Christmas is canceled would have done the same thing for me to kind of kick it off. But I still like it more than Single All The Way.
0: You know, the and the reason why I wanted to talk to you about the the audience score and not having a critic score too is like I wonder if there's a huge discrepancy between like viewership when you're on Netflix versus Amazon Prime because every Netflix one that we've done like there's a Rotten Tomato score right there, but then for here I just like could not find so many great reviews like and so I wonder if just this is like Amazon's just not that big yet when it comes to movies. So
1: oh, I wonder. No, that's such a good call because um. When I was doing a little bit of research on Haley Arantia, who played Mm -hmm. Emma, it sounds like I saw one of her tweets that said that um, the movie was now streaming on like HBO and Netflix, but in other regions. So it seems like if there was limited distribution and I don't know necessarily how all of that works, but that could be playing a part into it, too. But you're right. Like, I mean, if it was here um, in the US on Netflix, it seems like it would have surely gotten some type of review even at least one right
0: yeah i mean it was hard to find and then i didn't yeah. <laughs> if i was going to nitpick something else i don't think it's a good title you know i'm like i think you got to be positive around christmas time christmas is canceled nobody wants to cancel christmas and during this pandemic time cindy when i was looking on the social medias hashtag christmas is canceled one people don't know how to spell canceled they think it's two l's and then two like there's a lot of <laughs> COVID too. people were talking to, it was like not many movie stuff is just a lot of people saying hey you know we've got COVID Christmas is canceled so I didn't think I thought they kind of failed on the main part
1: that's a really good point because it does offer a very negative tone and in a way it doesn't actually even um I think reflect the movie properly it's like doing it a disservice because um you're totally right it just got completely like like it's that term Christmas is canceled or Anything being canceled this year is so saturated now That's true, that yeah. I think of, yeah, like it's just everywhere and it almost reflects like too many things that it just downplayed what the movie was about. The cancel. That's culture.
0: a really good point. All right, let's try to spin yeah. it to a positive spin. Cindy, yep. what was your most romantic scene?
1: <laughs> it was hard for me to pull this one, Steve.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. I have one. of you on me to lead it up then.
1: I I mean, the one that I chose is one because I was like, I, you know, because I, if I had to choose one, yeah. I would have the one I would have chosen is at the very end when Josh, who's the bartender, tells Emma um, that she left a few items at his house. And it was all, um, of course, things that he had made up because that was his way of trying to woo her back um, to see him again, because she had mentioned in the very beginning that she never leaves anything at anyone's house um because she doesn't want to have to see that because she doesn't necessarily want that to to be a reason to see them again something like that yeah well i have um that
0: and it is my favorite scene too oh, for me it wasn't hard awesome. here's the one
1: here's the clip okay. yeah, it takes work to really get to know someone Who oh, wants more work yeah. didn't know what life's about though people Connection? I don't know, maybe. All right, well, I think I have everything and I'm not doing that thing where I leave something behind. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. If you wanna see someone again, you can find a reason. And I love
0: that he put a little photo. Although it's a little bit like creepy too, you know. This back in high school, he was already taking photos, and he kept it for that long. <laughs> but it was romantic.
1: I um, miss that. <laughs> <laughs> did you show her that in this exact scene? No. So
0: as she was walking out and getting to her car, she looked into her purse, and it was a little card yeah. that said, "Like there's." solitude is in beauty or beauty isn't i forget what the yeah
1: yeah 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 yeah
0: yeah. she pulls out so this is after the night after they hook up just for the listeners they hook up and then she's leaving they have the scene she's leaving early and then yeah he gives her a photo of her reading a book she's like i remember you used to josh was like i remember you you used to read books all the time
1: and... oh my gosh <laughs> yeah I guess I wasn't paying attention at that point because <laughs> quite honestly out. <laughs> no, kind of because she was still like you know she was like still a really negative character and then yes. like I also felt like them sleeping together and that whole scene was completely out of place like mm-hmm. completely out of place tone was not the same as the rest of the movie um they could have um done without it to still implied that they slept together without having to show all of it right and yeah you know what i agree yeah it was uh, i oh i thought i wish they cut that out i don't know why they even included that in there um anyway so yes i must not have paid attention at that point i remember seeing that picture thinking oh, okay that must be like her mom i don't know why just because <laughs> of her sentiment having to uh, you know like because now she misses her mom a lot and maybe he had a photo for some reason but i didn't really pay attention i suppose <laughs> yeah
0: no i felt the same way Look, i'm all for those type of scenes but i'm like okay this feels weird because you know this isn't the this type of movie that you've put on so i'm glad you brought that exactly. up
1: exactly yeah. yeah i did not like it. that was one of, that actually was probably one of my least favorite scenes because like it it felt so out of place
0: well you know we talked about this see this movie having a lot of great one-liners. You want to talk about your most comedic scene?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, the the scene itself, I don't think I asked you to pull a clip for this particular one in terms of like the most comedic scenes, but I can more go into the yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one's definitely more visual. So, like, um, uh, when they started playing beer Olympics at the bar. I thought it was hilarious because of course, Jack jo- uh, joined in and being the elder gentleman in the group, of course they had to make a joke about him hurting his back. So at the very last um, uh, game of the Bear Olympics, they were rolling a kegger across the, the floor and his back started hurting. So then Josh jumps in and <laughs> attempts to crack Jack's back a few times just to make sure he was okay. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty funny. Like just talking. Well, and that so a few things on this episode. One, it's like they were both they both had their shirts off, and I was like, "Well, there you go, that's a movie right there." <laughs> <laughs> Second, again, very impressed with Dermot Mulroney. Had no idea he was and that great of shape. Good for him. And then just had them having this like silly moment of like cracking the bag. Of course, there has to be some uh, jokes about their about Jack's age. Okay, that was pretty pretty funny. Um, and then I had one more, but do you want to jump in with? Uh, no, no, and no, please. Okay, the, the second one was, uh, oh, I think this was actually maybe something you and I both um, agreed, uh, uh, agreed on in terms of one of our, our favorite comedic scenes. And if you have a clip, then we, you yeah. could add it here, um, but um, I can set it up. So this is when Emma goes home um, and she is there to hang out with her dad She walks into what she thinks is a quiet house. She's calling out for him. And then she starts hearing some noises.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I pulled a different one. That was from the elevator. I didn't realize they did it twice. (laughs) Oh, me neither. Yeah. So the clip I initially pulled was from their elevator when she first figures them, you know, having a a relationship and he's singing this, but I forgot they completely sang it the the second time. And so I just thought it was funny. I thought it was kind of creepy yes. that kept calling her monkey too. I don't know. Like, I feel I love my daughter. I don't know if I'm gonna be, I do have nicknames for her, but like, am I gonna be calling her monkey when she's like late 20s? I don't know. Maybe I will. So maybe I'll eat my words when I'm yeah when I'm in my mid-50s. But I was like, well, keep calling her monkey as you're coming out.
1: I thought it was super cute. I totally thought it was okay. really cute. Uh, <laughs> hey
0: monkey, it's a bitsy spider.
1: <laughs> well and then so for our listeners to know because i don't know if you're planning to add the clip later but but he did the same thing so like so exactly so like emma goes back to her dad's house basically um doesn't realize that he and brandy were having sex and so she hears their noises and then she's uh gasping out of disgust her dad runs out and he's trying to calm her down and he starts singing Itsy Bitsy, Itsy Bitsy Spider, which I thought was hilarious, which like kind of what you're saying, I had no idea that he had sang it already earlier in the movie, but just for him to know that he even uses that as a mechanism to, to try and get her to calm down, was, was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, um... Any other uh, of your favorite community things?
0: No, I mean those were the big ones. I thought there were a lot of great one-liners. I think the the opening when Brandy is coming in, she, Emma was dishing out a lot of one-liners in there. I forget totally. the exact ones, but yeah, I just thought the movie started super strong in terms of funniness. They it
1: did. Just, uh, they yeah. had so many good one-liners. And we can even get into those if you want. Um Let's get into them. So like some of the best lines like I had written down was um uh, to set it up, this is where Josh uh, meets up with Emma and Jack and Brandy at the country club for a Christmas party and um, Josh is getting along really well with Jack and Brandy didn't like it so this is what he says Uh, I'm sorry Emma didn't like it because Emma wanted them to not get along but so this is what Josh says in response to Emma about their rapport What can I get you? Bourbon straight up urban straight up yeah what the hell i mean we're like two silverback gorillas we recognize each other in nature <laughs> see silverback maybe that's why they hired Durbin Mulroney because he has silver hair <laughs> yeah there you go That is probably explains it actually <laughs> okay so i thought that was hilarious um yeah you know because i i i see that too in real life where like if guys get along i mean you, there is just this immediate like rapport that they have so it's always kind of uh, cool to see. Or right, so the, you yeah. females
0: see us as two gorillas just being like hugging it out too. <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: think that's what you, you guys normally see. Back gorillas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to have. We should come up with a uh, an equivalent one for females. I don't know what what that should be, but then, yeah, when that happens, it's a yes.
0: like magic. <laughs> okay, what I hear. <laughs> oh yeah, tell me. A lot of screaming. That's it. <laughs> oh. A lot of hugging and screaming. <laughs>
1: oh yeah i'm sorry 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 well that i feel like happens but how, like that happens a lot and i feel like you see like friends that you haven't seen in a while mm-hmm. but like how about for like newly forming friendships that i feel like is um harder to kind of discern and maybe it's also because like i'm in an older age now where like i'm not necessarily meeting I'm not a, a lot of new people all the time true. but um maintaining my friendships is kind of the key but I feel like there is an equivalent. I just can't think of what it is right now. Okay. So like the next clip of, of that I had as a best line is um, I totally pulled this for you because um, we talked about this very uh, uh, show in a previous episode. So uh, to set this up, um, Brandy and Emma were fighting over Josh because Emma was hoping or Emma thought Brandy and Josh were hooking up in the bathroom. And then, so here is Brandy's response to Emma's um, suspicions. It's a long time ago, so maybe I can try. Okay, hey, because really, like, there's no reason for us to be fighting over this Riverdale extra. we <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, answer. Starting to hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so brandy says there is no reason to be fighting over this riverdale extra which is um alluding to josh because yeah sure he has some similarities to um charles melton who you uh um 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 um, asked me about in one of our previous episodes oh i think we were talking about him in love heart
0: yeah he's supposed to be josh his name is josh too right no tag tag tag
1: yes tag That's i was good. actually that took me a while yeah. <laughs> you're right it's tag yeah so he was so you said that charles melton was originally cast to play tag and love hard and i said who's charles melton you he said he's in riverdale i was like oh, i haven't seen him but then we looked him up and i was like ah oh, gotcha so i thought that was hilarious that they mentioned riverdale here what a coincidence
0: what a coincidence i like
1: that and then in the same uh, oh sorry what were you no i just game?
0: thought you know i was waiting for you to set it up but like that bathroom scene was pretty funny they had a lot of great one-liners and then you'll
1: yes and then so I, i do have one more uh from the bathroom scene as well and this to set this one up brandy is um basically uh fed up with emma's complaints whininess and sabotage and is is um screaming loudly about how she's going to win if Emma continues to be this way. And here she is talking about how she's won something else in the past. And Let's not get crazy. Oh, you haven't seen crazy yet, Missy. I once beat Megan D. Stallion in a titty twister contest. <laughs> titties, bitch.
0: What is that type of Hello? contest?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because it actually made me... It made my stomach turn because I was like, wow, that sounds like it kind of hurts.
0: Okay, so you guys (laughs) get that reaction too. Okay, anytime I see some man getting punched in the balls like that, that hurts.
1: Oh, yeah. No, no, no. If (laughs) if I am thinking about it correctly, anyway, like my assumption is that there is some kind of twisting, actual twisting going on, which sounds completely painful. Right. So that's all I can. (laughs) All right. And then. The last clip that I had for best line is, um, oh gosh, I kind of don't remember the setup of this one. I can give you the setup. So,
0: you know, the night's about to end at this party where the beer Olympics happened. And then Jack is, actually no, Josh is talking to, now I forget the person's name, but M S S best friend, obviously. Oh, Charlene? Charlene?
1: Charlene. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so... Jack is talking to Charlene and Charlene's telling him, hey, you know, take her home, make sure my friend gets home safely. And if you take advantage of her in any way. Help
1: her sober up before you put her in a car so she doesn't go home drunk. Uh, yeah. I mean, she can crash on my couch. I live above the bar. Okay. I'm trusting you with my friend. So if you take advantage of her in any way, I will make balloon animals out of your wiener. Did you two go to the same finishing school? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I like how Emma and Charlene were like both really witty. You know, usually it's just the best That's friend that true. gets all the witty lines and the funny lines. And then Emma has yeah. to participate, But Yeah.
1: You're right. I liked Charlene too. I loved, uh, she was probably my favorite character actually, just because of those witty one-liners. And like just a sense of reason, Yeah, you know, like trying to help her friend out and like get her get her out of this weird rut where she's trying to like mess up her dad yeah
0: yeah you know I have the same type of trivia that you are able to pull as well darn <laughs> I know I felt the same way I was like oh I was gonna surprise you with this with this
1: <laughs> uh, we can surprise the listeners <laughs> yes <laughs> you want to kick off
0: yeah so you know both Janelle Parrish if I'm saying that right and Haley Orantia, But they both were singers and then Haley was a part of, I think it was America's Got Talent, but she joined a a country music group and then she eventually had to leave the show because they just didn't make it far enough, but that that was interesting that they both came from musical backgrounds too, and then I was trying to look it up, but I think you were able to find it too, but that I was like, I wonder if Haley sings any songs on the soundtrack. And I think she sang one of the songs, like, but I couldn't figure out which one. And I didn't know if we could play it either. But I thought that was interesting that they both can't had that background.
1: You're totally right. Yes. And um, I, I had no idea that Haley was on America's Got Talent. That's pretty cool because she's had a pretty good career then because yeah. she landed on the Goldbergs TV series, and then and it seems like she's doing well. I think she's um um trying to become or maybe i should say is a country singer but the song that i heard that was featured in the movie was very just kind of like adult contemporary like a pop kind of song which is called the same way and it was like a nice little down-tempo-ish ballad and it was in the movie actually it was in the part uh, after the what they called the christmas day massacre so right like remember after Mm. um emma finally broke up hit her dad and brandy and then she was feeling really guilty the next or that night or the next day or whatever it was and she was looking through her photo album they actually played hayley's song which is called the same way so it's while in the scene while she where she's like drinking wine and looking through old photos so i actually kind of like the song it's actually kind of nice very subtle and um she has a nice voice and janelle um turns out like yeah she's a singer i saw some some of her um, tracks on Spotify, but there aren't that many. But it looks like she has um, a lot of background in like musicals and stuff, which I thought was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that is cool. Janelle, you know, half Asian, and I, Josh, I looked up who Michael Newzey. You're so much better. Naisu. <laughs> Naisu. I think it's Naisu, yeah. yeah. He's half <laughs> as well. So.
1: Yeah. Representation.
0: Yeah. 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 So.
1: Yeah, I was happy to see that too
0: i couldn't find too many tweets i mean most of the tweets i found online were pretty positive but yeah like i said they were a mixture of just normal covid tweets so i was like okay this is fun. <laughs> but yeah i do have a bunch of bad reviews if you want to hear them i don't have any music to play underneath but i thought they were pretty funny here the fun the the my favorite bad reviews again I like this movie, okay? but I'm just reading the bad reviews because I think it's funny. Ho, ho, yep. ho, there's some Christmas trash I'm sure you won't enjoy unless you're some kind of Christmas wacko. This movie this movie should come with a bottle of vodka because you'll like the vodka more than the movie and then the floor more than the movie after you've
1: puked. <laughs> oh my God. A plus for wittiness. That's a good yeah.
0: one. And then one other review, just equal parts lazy and creepy. And then this other one was, this is a glammed up Jerry Springer, white trash, redneck fairy tale. Only positive is the meathead bartender.
1: Wow. Okay. Okay. So we I'll are aligned on there. the Michael Nisew review. But yeah. the, whole, the whole creepy, but lazy. That's interesting. I mean, I can kind of see the lazy aspects of it. Cause again, for me, like the last half kind of, kind of sucked, yeah. but I wonder what the creepy part is. Maybe, maybe that's along your same lines of Dermot more and yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Because I feel like, I mean, like I said, I would not want to be in the daughter's shoes by any means. Right. But I mean, um, I don't know. Because of like, I feel like we see this all the time in like celebrities. I know. I know.
0: <laughs> I too, but I just like thinking about my daughter, and I'm like, there's no way that'd just be weird because you would have seen them at such a young age, young age too. That's why I'm like, sure. ugh. Yeah. Like maybe it was really a senior or college frenemies. They could have done college frenemies, I guess. But, yeah
1: that's true no you're you're right if if they've seen each other grow up that's a whole different lens than just having met someone on the street or or, or at work or whatever it might be because right. you don't have that same context of them being younger oh yeah that is creepy okay thanks for clarifying <laughs> I didn't even think about that I, I just I was thinking purely of just like the age gap like in its absolute form, without like all the, the background from knowing them when she, they were in like middle school or whatever it was. So, yeah. you're right.
0: All the negative reviews I, negatives really I did read were mostly about the age difference stuff being creepy about it. But gotcha. I thought the performances from the actors, they all did a great job. I mean, I thought Emma or Haley did a great job delivering all those lines and being, you know, the likable, dislikable, hateable character that she has to play. I thought she played a fair balance. I know a lot of the reviews also said she was an unlikable character, but I was like, well, that's a fair balance, you know? Like, why not? So, I, I
1: Yeah, I thought Haley was great. I just felt like the script wasn't that good for her, just mm-hmm. because, like again, I just found her to be kind of too much after the half. Yeah. Like, yeah. there wasn't, like, um, any kind of redemptive qualities about her until the very end, right? When she finally realizes she needs to step aside and let them um, organically kind of get back together but right. at that point I was just like "Oh, hurry up
0: <laughs> One thing I think I didn't want to mention as I was sort of like pulling the clips and rewatching some of the things I thought the opening scene was amazing like all the white snow all the streets where everything was white except for that red car driving I don't know if there's any symbolism and I was like hey are they trying oh. to make this a thing but I thought that was a great opening shot that they had
1: gotcha okay I, I remember that and I think I remembered, I, what I remembered thinking was, I need to go back and look this up because it <laughs> it looked very filtered. Like if I recall correctly, it almost seemed like there was like a blue filter on it trying to make it look colder. Like I was thinking, I bet you they're filming this sound somewhere where it doesn't look as cold. So <laughs> they had to kind of fake it a little bit. I don't know. That was just what I was thinking. Um, but that's a good point. Like now I'm trying to think like what other red um symbols symbolism we might have we might have seen throughout the movie, but I can't think of anything other than the fact that you know it, it was Christmas. So right. interesting.
0: Yeah. I just thought it was a great opening shot. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I like it. All I right. mean it
1: definitely sets the tone for Christmas, right? right. Like, I like yeah, that totally. for sure. Yeah. That's what I really liked. Yeah. Anything. So else for, for yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, I was I think it's time for our personal rating. Yeah
0: i'm always i'm always i always grade it a little bit more positive i would probably put this at a an 85 i'll probably get no actually let me let me, let me bring it down i'm gonna just put it at like an 82 because i don't like the creepiness factor i get it's yeah. just the plot and they need to set it up I didn't like that, but I thought it was hilarious one-liners, especially of the three we've done. I thought it was the most hilarious of the three, and so that's why. But then the creepiness, I'll, I'll dock down a couple of points for it.
1: So you thought it was the most hilarious, but in terms of um, of the three, which one is the better movie? Which one would you say that is?
0: Oh, of the three we've done? I th- yeah, oh, man. I think Love Hard probably. Slightly, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll give it a slight edge over this particular one. Over. Do Christmas. you
1: remember what you rated Love Hard by any chance? I think
0: I gave it an eighty-five. <laughs> okay.
1: I can go back and check. I was just <laughs> going back
0: and check. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't think I gave it I a ninety, to... but it was like
0: ninety on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Yeah, that's what I have down too. That's what I remember. Um, because I kind of also want to make sure, like as I'm rating these, that it's uh, consistent to what I rated others you know like because yeah. if you compare them like um kind of what you're saying like i think i enjoyed love hard more than christmas is canceled So sort of naturally i should have a higher score for love hard which i think i do but i am not sure but so christmas no, is canceled i give it a 70 mm-hmm. um but it's funny because as you and i've been talking about this on this podcast now like i i feel like i've been um harping on it a lot more than a 70 would allow (laughs) meaning like it almost sounds like i should it should actually be much lower (laughs) Mm -hmm. but like i did like oh i don't know actually i think 76 because i gave single all the way 65 yeah and i like this much more than single all the way
0: i'm glad you remember that i think for a rom-com or any movie to get really an a has to almost make me like feel some in my feels right like either i'm inspired yeah. or i'm super happy and i'm almost crying but if it's <laughs> just gonna make me laugh then i would, just stick to the b b minus
1: right mm-hmm. like because there's not necessarily like any kind of clever like, aspects to these and, and maybe that's not yeah. what people want anyway because it is supposed to be more about like the christmas rom-com good season thing yeah um but yeah there's certainly not like that much substance okay so then last question Yep. Yeah. Did you watch it again.
0: No. But I don't like watching anything again, Cindy. I re- oh, really, yeah, I don't like that's why I'm You're I'm in the background. Not particular in terms of like watching movies, any new movies I haven't seen. I'm not very particular right. at all, but I am very particular about rewatching it. I'm kind of like uh it has to be like wow. amazing for me to really want to re-watch anything.
1: Okay, okay. Because during Love Hard I said I would watch it again. I think Single All the Way, I also might have mentioned that, but I'm not sure if I would. And Christmas is canceled. I don't think I would. Nah, I wouldn't. So that, yeah, it was kind of hard to rewatch it too. <laughs> like to, to make sure I. we're always rewatching, Cindy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have to get some stuff in there.
0: If you have <laughs> another, do you have anything else, Cindy, that you want to cover? No, I think that's it. I want to try something fun. Okay, are you watching the Sex and the City sequel at all?
1: <gasps> no, I want. I okay. will though. My my plan totally is to watch it.
0: Well, they end the same way. Of every we, there I think we're four episodes in. They end the same way, and so I'm gonna try to end it this way. Okay, <laughs> yeah, feel yeah, free yeah. to. We can edit your parts in, but feel free to come up with your own if you want to to come up okay. with this game. So it, I'll just say it, and then you can you can come up with something if you want as well. Sure. And just like that, Christmas is back on. That's, that's, that's what I came up with. But they always come up, she says, and just like that, blah, 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 blah. And the show ends. So I do you want to come title. up with
1: to- can Can we share it? I can't think of anything right now. Okay. Right. We'll can we both use it? Okay, good. Yes, I
0: like it. Just like that, Christmas is back on.
1: Christmas is canceled. God bless us. Everyone. Nice to see you and your uh, neat sister. I'm his daughter. But she's boning him.